Hello ladies, if you are fed up, confused as hell, or just over all the drama around weight loss, you are in the right place. My name is Bonnie LaFrac and I am your host here at Unfuck Your Weight Loss, where I help you make weight loss easy, achievable, and even fun. Because what is more fun than becoming exactly who you want to be in the body you want to be in? Let's take the shame and bullshit out of dieting and weight loss and lose the weight for the last time. Ready? Let's go. Hey, welcome back to Unfuck Your Weight Loss. I'm Bonnie LaFrac, and today I have for you a little bit of fun uh, because I like to have fun when I talk about weight loss. Otherwise, it's real drag, right? I was thinking about how can I help you overcome any obstacles that are in your way? What is really holding you back? And I know with weight loss, sometimes we think, you know what's holding me back? Um, I don't have enough time. You know what's holding me back? I need a better workout. You know what's holding me back? I need different macros, right? That's where our brain goes because we spent so much time dieting. But what I want to tell you is, you know, having worked with thousands of women, uh, whether that's, you know, coaching one-on-one, those are conversations. What is really holding you back isn't that you don't have the right diet or the right workout or the right sneakers or the right water bottle. It's something underneath that, right? It is in the way that we are thinking and the way that we are feeling and the way that we are showing up for ourselves in our lives. And I kind of feel um, like a little bit of a clever clogs today. I don't know if any of you have ever watched Peppa Pig. <laughs> if you have kids, you probably have watched Peppa Pig. There's, um, there's a scene in a classroom, and I, I don't believe it's just one episode. I have to think it's more than that. Or it's just a phrase they use on Peppa Pig to describe someone, you know, who's, you know, so clever. Uh, I don't remember what character, but I think it was something like, oh, aren't you a clever clogs? So I feel, and so in my family, sometimes we talk about being a clever clogs, and I feel like I'm a clever, clever, clever clogs, like Peppa Pig. I'm a clever clogs um, because as I was writing down some of the things that I think are actually holding you back from your weight loss goals and from the life and body you want, they, the, believe it or not, the, the words that came up all neatly fit into the acronym I-D-G-A-F. I-D-G-A-F. If you're writing it down, you probably uh, will see that it's I don't give a fuck. And this makes perfect sense. This is why I feel so clever. What happens when we are working on our weight loss and we're struggling, we're stuck, we're not feeling it, we feel like we're failing, we don't believe we can achieve, inevitably we get to the place where we say, I don't give a fuck. I'm done. I'm out. I quit. I don't care. And this will make total sense, right? And we don't want, and I don't want you to be there, right? So that's the purpose of today's podcast is to look at the elements of what I think could be holding you back. See, right, that they all kind of lead to, I don't give a fuck. 
Okay, not because you're weak, not because you don't have willpower, not because you're is not smart enough, but because the human brain is just really built for our own survival, our brain can't do a lot of things simultaneously, right? And I'll give you sort of a spoiler alert. The A from I don't give a fuck is anxiety. And so having the feelings, the thoughts leading to anxiety and the feelings of anxiety, if I'm feeling anxious, and especially if I'm feeling really anxious and I'm feeling in my body and I'm feeling, you know, my heart rate um, start to go up and I'm feeling tight in the chest or tight in the throat, or I feel like my stomach has sunk, like I'm feeling physically anxious is really hard for me to also be prioritizing weight loss, right? Those things kind of don't go hand in hand. And, you know, our brains have to make decisions all the time about like what's a priority and what's not a priority. So today is really about identifying some of the obstacles that could be holding you back from your weight loss. And then you get to decide, huh, can I, can I look at one of these or all of these? How is my brain indulging in some of these things that are keeping me from getting where I want to go. And I want to also say, if this is you, I know this is me, if this is you, there's nothing wrong with you, okay? This isn't about womp, womp, womp. You're doing it wrong again. Here's all the mistakes you're making. It's not that at all, okay? So let's go through, I don't give a fuck, (laughs) the acronym I-D-G-A-F, and it's gonna make perfect sense. And then you can decide, of course, because With every episode, I'd love, right? I'd love to know that you're leaving with something that you can take action on, something that we've, you know, taken that big flashlight and we've, you know, put the light, put the bright light on it and you can see it for what it's worth, that it's not too much, it's not too scary, it's not something you can't overcome, okay? Um, Ultimately, um, we're all gonna get to that place of I don't give a fuck when we're really worn down and we're really tired And, you know, we're operating from some of these places. And I'm going to get into what what I've identified as I. Um, Indecision. And so this is kind of an interesting one, especially as women in our 40s and 50s. If you've been walking around like I have with the thoughts of I need to lose weight, I want to lose weight, I should lose weight, I need to be smaller, I should weigh less, I shouldn't weigh this, I shouldn't be so big. Like all of these things around weight loss yet... None of those are really a decision to lose weight. Those are all just, I'm sort of swimming in the sea of wishing and wanting, hoping and trying and negative self-talk. And, you know, I'm not really deciding. And, you know, that's very powerful. I'll give you an example of how this plays out in different aspects. And I do like to take a lot of weight loss um, examples and then, you know, see how they hold up, you know, in other aspects of our life. So how you approach weight loss, is it the same way you would approach, you know, talking to your kids or in the workplace or in a relationship or with your finances? Oftentimes when we can look at it in a different sort of segment, it becomes clearer, right? Like, oh, that is strange that I think that. So bear with me here. Like for me in my business, one of the things that I've been thinking about for a long time Um, And, you know, with my team talking about adding to the team, like hiring more people and specifically looking for high level 
fitness executives, you know, people who've come from a corporate fitness background. But guess why it's never really happened? I never really decided. I talked about it. I thought about it. I wished. I hoped. I noodled on it. I, I said the words, but I, ne- I didn't decide to do it. And until I decided, then obviously it didn't happen. So think about that. If that is happening for you in your life with your weight loss or anything that you want to accomplish, have you actually made a decision? Because here's the thing. Um, indecision takes up a lot of brain space. It takes up a lot of time. And having all of these thoughts flow in and out of your head is tiring. It does bring us to, I don't give a fuck, right? At seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. And I've been thinking about this all day. And I've been using the, I need to lose weight. I should lose weight. I should weigh less. I should be smaller to guide everything I've put in my mouth for the day. I'm kind of worn out. But if I make a decision that I am going to lose weight and this is what I'm going to do and this is, you know, the plan and this is how I'm going to carry it forward and this is how I'm going to assess it, that is very different. So ask yourself, can you look at your decision making? Is your indecision or your indecisiveness holding you back? Number two or the letter D, drama. Ask me about drama. Um, One of the things I find my own brain indulging in all the time is drama. I had a coach once ask me if I had considered using an urge jar for drama. And so an urge jar, I've talked about it in other episodes. Um, It's just a clear jar. You put in shiny glass beads or rocks or something like that for every time you have an urge to indulge. Usually the urge is to indulge in chocolate chip cookies or wine or whatever. You have at night that urge to indulge. I have a lot of urges to indulge in drama. Some of it, it, you know, some of it is, um, you know, drama outside of myself, other people, other things, life is lifey. And, you know, we, we get to a place where we start to think other things outside of us have a bigger effect on us than in reality, right? We think... I would have a less dramaful and I'd have a more peaceful existence if other people and other things would be different. If that person would stop bothering me, if that person would stop calling me, if, you know, if this got resolved and that got resolved and this person stayed in their lane, then I would be free to move on to do my thing. But in reality, it is our own brains And our own thoughts that create that drama, they keep us stuck. And I see a lot of this, you know, that plays out in weight loss. We get really caught up in the drama of I'm addicted to sugar or carbs are bad or I need this diet or I have to be keto or I need new macros, right? It's so dramaful that we never actually make any progress. We're always looking externally as to what the problem is. And I can't, I can't lose weight because I don't have the right plan or the right, you know, the protein macros are wrong or I need a different water bottle or blah, blah, like all of the things. And I get it. I'm a huge drama queen. And I had, you know, I've had to really have those moments where I say, you know how to end the drama is to make a decision to end the drama, right? Going back to the letter I, um, and move forward, make the decision, decide that I'm not going to indulge in that. And it frees up a lot of headspace. And it also takes back your personal power. 
right? When we're indulging in a lot of drama around food and diets and the scale and why it's not working, we put ourselves in a place of powerlessness and we can stay there. We can, but it's just holding us back. Number three, or the letter G, guilt. And, you know, similarly, guilt is an interesting feeling. Um, sometimes, you know, we, we say it's coming from someone else or some other thing. Like, oh, I have all the mom guilt or I have daughter guilt, right? Your parents make you feel guilty or your kids make you feel guilty for, you know, leaving to go work out. But in truth, you know, the feeling of guilt, it's coming from ourselves. It comes from our own thoughts. Things like, I should be a better mom or I'm not a good mom if I go and work out right? I'm not a good daughter if I don't call, you know, my dad every day. I'm not a good daughter if I don't do this. I'm not a good coworker. I'm not, um, you know, I'm not good enough if I don't do X, Y, Z. And so a lot of the times we carry a lot of guilt about, you know, who we are, who we're not, what we're supposed to be, um, and think that it's coming from outside of ourselves, right? That other people don't understand me or, Um, you know, I'm not doing it right. Like all of these things that make us feel not good enough. And when we're feeling guilty and not good enough and, you know, not, um, you know, not capable, not doing it right. It is very hard to lose weight from that position. If you do carry a lot of guilt, I think, you know, like I say, a lot of times a pen and paper and figure out what are the thoughts that are driving it you're, you know, you're not alone if you start to think that the guilt, feelings of guilt are coming from other people, but they're not. They're coming from your thoughts. And that's a beautiful thing, right? We can take hold of that and we can see where guilt um, could be in the way of our weight loss. A lot of times women feel very guilty about not losing weight, about not losing weight fast enough, about spending time, energy, and money on themselves, on their workouts, on a gym membership, on a coaching program. I have a lot of women who want help, but don't want to say yes because they feel so guilty. They feel like, well, I can't take money for myself because that would be taking away from like my college, you know, my kid's college fund, right? When in fact, I'm like, I don't, I don't think your kid's not going to go to college because you spend money on yourself. Um, it's something to look at. And again, um, you know, it's, it's funny a lot. And I've joked about this in the past, you know, my kids for a long, you know, my kids will have brand new clothes and brand new sneakers and brand new everything. And I'll be wearing, you know, workout pants from 2009, (laughs) right? That's, you know, that's that quintessential mom guilt. Like I can't possibly spend any money on myself. I don't deserve that, but that's not true. That just, that's a thought I have and I can choose to think it or I could choose not to, right? Ultimately, we all get to spend time, energy, and money how we want. Um, But I have to tell you, nobody benefits when you hold yourself back because you feel like you don't deserve it. Like you're not worth it. You're not worthy, right? Of investing your time, energy, and money in yourself. Nobody benefits. Nobody. There is no child that does better in life because you walk around feeling guilty. There is no business that thrives because you walk around feeling guilty. There is no relationship that excels because you walk around feeling guilty for not being good enough, right? It doesn't work that way. So maybe that's something that is holding you back. 
and you can see how it plays out in your life and what you'd like to do about it, if anything. And know that it's coming from your thoughts. A, anxiety. So I want to put a little like asterisk here. If you are someone who suffers from chronic anxiety, you definitely need to get help. This is not me saying anxiety is just coming from your thoughts and you should be a big enough girl, a big girl, and put your big girl panties on and stop feeling anxious. Um, I think we all feel anxious at different times. And I know in my personal past, uh, there have been times in my life where I had like full on like crippling anxiety attacks. Um, I remember having an anxiety attack driving my car and I was in terrible traffic. So I felt super trapped. Like I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't pull off the road. Um, I thought, right, I'm going to die. I really like my anxiety attacks were that severe. Now, looking back, this is kind of also a side note. This is the ADHD moment. Um, Looking back, when I had some of my anxiety attacks, I do notice some themes, right? Some when I assess and evaluate some of those times in my life, um, I, I probably could pinpoint, and don't quote me on this, but if you're someone um, who maybe doesn't take a multivitamin, maybe you have a B12 in, uh, insufficiency. Um, when my anxiety attacks first started, uh, it was in a, it was at a, point in my life that I was, uh, I'll call it a vegetarian. Um, but I was actually having like a major eating disorder. Um, so I was not getting any animal protein. I wasn't getting a lot of calories. Um, and I think, um, I was having anxiety attacks sort of sparked by a nutritional void. Um, but we can get, have anxiety attacks for a lot of different reasons. Um, essentially, you know, anxiety is worry about something that has an uncertain outcome. Um, and certainly in the last couple of years, I think all of our anxiety has probably been a little bit higher. We've been through a lot um, as a world, as a nation, uh, with the pandemic and COVID and all the things that came with it. And, you know, coaching yourself through anxiety is important um, because when we are feeling anxious and we are not just occupied in the brain, but maybe you're feeling it in other parts of your body. Maybe uh, your heart is racing, uh, your chest is tight, your throat is tight. When we're at that level of physical sensation, our brain is really going to pay a lot of attention to, I need to solve this physical problem. We're in danger, we're going to die. Um, nothing else matters, right? It's very easy to get to, I don't give a fuck, when I have those feelings of anxiety. So I want to tell you, if you are suffering with anxiety attacks or anxiety is eating up a lot of your uh, thoughts and feelings, and it does feel like that is in your way of everyday life, get help for that. But if there's just sort of this anxiety that you indulge in that looks like this, well, I don't want to start working out because I probably will get hurt or... I don't know about starting that program or diet or plan or work with that person or I, I'm afraid I'll fail. I'll probably fail. I don't know if it'll work. I, I you know, all of that stuff. Um, then I would go a little bit deeper there, right? It's normal to have anxiety. Anxiety isn't always bad. Anxiety is letting you know that something is at stake, 
right? That there's something important that you want and you're going to do your best to get the outcome. But, you know, there are things that are uncertain. Life has always been uncertain. We can't know and control everything. And that is okay. That is normal. We could go down that road. We can go and spend a lot of time in the what ifs. What if it doesn't work out? What if it does work out, right? Um, The brain can be scared about both things. Um, So be aware if that is something that is plaguing you and possibly holding you back from getting ultimately what you want, right? Whether that is to lose weight, to lose body fat, to be more toned, to be healthier, to feel more fit, to have more energy, right? If, If you're being held back by any of these, pick one and start to see what it's all about. Ask yourself, what's going on here? right? Where's the problem here? What is, what is so wrong about not knowing the outcome, right? Why do you want to read the last chapter of the book? Why do you want to know, right? We can't know. That's the beautiful thing, right? Um, as much as we would love life to be like a fairy tale and they lived happily ever after, sometimes we don't know and that is okay. We're going to focus right now today. What can I do? So by the end of the day, I don't get to I don't give a fuck anymore, right? When your brain and your body is just too tired um, to deal, right? And I get that. And this brings me, of course, to the big F at the end, the other four-letter F word that I see holding lots of people back, which is fear. Fear is normal. Fear is, if you don't have any fear, um, then there's something wrong with you. But, you know, fear is very normal. It is just something your brain is always on the lookout for. Uh, the, I'm sure I've mentioned this many times in the podcast before, but the motivational triad really has our brain looking out really on these three paths. One, of course, is reward. Um, and that is why, you know, certain foods are super delicious and, you know, drinking wine can be, you know, so, uh, so hard to resist and all of these things where, um, you know, you wonder why you're you know, your brain feels almost like a runaway train when it comes to eating certain foods or drinking wine or, you know, doing anything pleasurable. Um, you can thank our, you know, neurotransmitter uh, dopamine for that. But also the brain is very equipped to be looking for danger, be looking for anything that could harm us, that could kill us. Um, and one of those things, of course, is change. Brains don't really like change. Um, very suspicious of change, anything that doesn't seem um, normal or in the right order or in the right place. Our brain is trying to keep us from failing, um, but it's impossible to keep yourself from failing. And, you know, if you have kids um, or if you remember being a kid, part of learning and growing up are lots of lessons around failing, lots of little fails. Um, Lots of not winning the softball game, lots of not getting a valentine, lots of not being asked the prom, lots of not perfect grades, lots of not getting into the college of your choice. Um, But if we let fear run our lives, we obviously can't also win. We can't be successful. We can't have the other side. Um, And I know that, you know, fear stands in a lot of people's way. Um, sometimes even just fear of, well, if I did lose weight 
and I was a, in a different size, in a different body, what would that mean? What if my friends didn't like me? What if, um, what if I was actually somebody different? And I'm just asking you to take the risk to find out. Just like you would coach a child or a coworker or a best friend, don't let fear stand in your way of being in the life and body that you ultimately want. It's easy to go ahead and let fear um, drive your life, but it definitely is going to be the final F, right? In the I don't give a fuck. Um, in any event, I'm very much interested in helping you solve anything in your weight loss journey, whether that is an actual weight loss number, it's a body composition request, it is a request, right? Put the request out into the universe. Whatever it is, um, I'm very interested in helping you solve it. You can get a lot of great free value over in my free Facebook group, Food, Fitness, Fat Loss for Real Life. You can find me on Facebook, Bonnie.Lafrac. Please go ahead and follow or friend request me. Um, and I have two programs. I have Self Made, which is a more personalized coaching program. Uh, where we have weekly accountability, we have group coaching, we have one-on-one -on -one coaching, we work through a lot of these, um, these obstacles, right, that might be holding you back. All of my clients, of course, are different and different, uh, different things hold different people back. And I also have Self-Made Society, which is a membership program. All right, that is all, my friends. I, um, I feel like a clever clog still, um, but if you are getting to the I don't give a fuck part, figure out maybe... Is it indecision? Is it drama? Is it guilt? Is it anxiety? Is it fear? Maybe it's one of those things that we can start taking on action, taking action on today. All right. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Unfuck Your Weight Loss. The next step, of course, is to take action on something we discussed because implementation beats information all day long. If you enjoyed this podcast, Thank you for being here and please leave a review wherever you tune in for all of your podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Looking forward to dropping all the F-bombs with you next week. Have a good one.